0: This is Christine Naran, and you're listening to Follow Your Spirit.
1: spirit fans timothy lawson here host of follow your spirit it has been far too long since i've put out any sort of content uh whether it be podcast video or a blog post but uh i it is busy in the life of timothy lawson uh graduation from college starting a new job parents are in town it's just been hectic all around appreciate your patience but we're back and we're getting moving fortunately uh, Jordan Small, who I've brought on board to do the game recaps, has been on top of those. So uh, we're at least getting you the recaps of the game uh, quickly. It's uh, It's been – she's been doing good work. So let's look at uh, – I don't have much in the reflection of the past game um, other than to say there's definitely been some pan- – there was definitely a lot of times of panic. And uh, if, if we allow – uh, and you know, looking at the last game and then looking forward, if the spirit allow the Portland Thorns to have as many opportunities in the same way they gave Western New York those opportunities, uh, it could be a slaughter. That said, I think that I think that the spirit were they were on a short week. Um, we'll chalk a, chalk it up a little bit to that. They had a very short week, Sunday to Friday, um, and you know they were on the road. So a lot of reasons there why maybe they were softer you know, in some parts of the game, uh, but I know that Allie Krieger and that back line uh, are going to stiffen up for uh, the the competition that the Portland Thorns really bring. Again, that game against Portland's tomorrow night, Saturday, May 7th at 7 p.m. If you don't have your tickets yet, WashingtonSpirit.com. Go there, get your tickets. Let's pack the Plex. And keep on showing the nation how important women's soccer is, and how much the fans enjoy the product that's being put out on the field. I think it's very important that, especially in this year, that we send that message to all the critics uh, of the sport. So, looking forward at tomorrow's game, uh, you know Portland is undefeated themselves. They are two zero and one, uh, and that one tie being on the road. Uh, I think that this is easily. Uh, I think this, this is easily the, the biggest competition that the Washington Spirit will it will have so far. Um, one thing I think the Spirit are are really kind of benefiting from, or could benefit from, is I feel like the level of competition and difficulty has sort of risen uh over the past three weeks, starting with Boston then sky blue then I think western New York going into western New York on the short week uh, you know I think was sort of the the, the most uh comp- challenge the biggest challenge they've had so far and then I think hosting Portland at home is just a sl- is just slightly above that and then i I think we can kind of look at it as plateauing um from that point I think that um you know i don't want to say that it doesn't get more difficult obviously seattle and chicago and the rest of them will be uh will will be challenging and they'll bring their own sets of um their own sets of challenges um but i think if the spirit can hold portland if we can squeak away with another 3 points i think that that gives them the confidence and the insight. Just looking at how they're able to do that, if they can replicate that over time, I think that the the rise in, in challenge uh, is much lower going into the next few weeks. Sky Blue and Western New York are the only two teams uh, that the Spirit have had to play will have to play on the road before hosting them at home. So from here on out Starting with Portland, um, at their, they get to host a team, play them at the Plex, play them in their atmosphere, get to know who they are as a team there, and then go on the road and play them. And I think that gives them a little bit of an advantage um, to have that experience and have that insight and in how to play a team um, at home first before having to go on the road because, uh, as we all know, most teams are just naturally naturally better at home because of this uh, because of the atmosphere, unless. Unless you're Western New York, because uh, anybody that watched the game on the YouTube stream against Western New York, all you could hear was the play-by-play in the Spirit Squadron in the background uh, being loud as ever. It was awesome. I, I, I caught myself, like, mouthing to the, the chants because I could hear them so well, so articulated. This is a an amazing season to have chosen to, to to cover the Spirit, it's so exciting. Uh, they've gotten all nine points uh, that they can get in the standings. The winner of tomorrow's game, Washington Portland, will be on top of the standings. Uh, Portland just behind the Spirit with uh, with seven points. Looking at the performance of the team so far, uh, and performance of the individuals, uh, especially. Uh, Diana Matheson has shot five times. Four of them, four of them have been on goal, and three of them converted. That's a great start for her through three weeks. Crystal Dunn leads uh, the team in assists with three. Um, and when you look at the league, only Toby, only Tobin Heath uh, has more with four. Crystal Dunn still to get a shot on goal, and I don't think that's that's obviously not too alarming because one, she's Crystal Dunn, uh, so she can score at will. Uh, when she's ready right she's more of a technical shooter so she's placing the ball a little bit more than I I think than than some players so um, the difference between being on goal and off goal is a little bit that's more narrow of a window uh, than I think for some players she's been contributing heavily into the assist there's been a lot of there's been a lot of opportunities that haven't converted to goals where Crystal Dunn's been setting up the assist and just hasn't gotten there. Lastly, if you look at Chad Murphy uh, his, on Twitter, he's at SoccerMetric. If you look at some of his work, it'll show that Crystal's uh, five shots that she's taken so far this season have all still been quality shots. Even though they haven't been on goal, uh, She they, they've been quality shots, um, at least comparatively to the rest of the team. Um, so she's going to succeed. She'll, she's going to get there. The spirit as a whole is only shooting 40% uh, shots on goal. And that is so right now that is below their performance last season. Um, and I think that definitely has to increase if they want to continue being a potent offense um, against other teams if you know, Uh, being a score first offense speaking of scoring first two games so far this season so two out of the three they've scored quickly super quick and it makes me believe that the spirit are just more prepared um, and more conscious of what they're trying to achieve right out the gate um, that I think they um they kinda have the uh, the opposition on their heels a little bit as everybody's trying to sort of get a feel for how the tempo of the game's gonna be. The Spirit take advantage of that right away, and I think that's what's been leading uh to their success. We'll see um if teams can catch on to that or if the spirit can continue uh to to score quickly and go into uh go into like, you know, the eighty minutes left in the game. Um, you know with, the, with the, the advantage. The Spirit have the best goal differential in the league with plus five. Um, I think that's something that will um, that will start to average out a little bit more at one, if the Spirit continue to let teams get opportunities like they gave Western New York, other teams are going to convert those like Portland, like Seattle, Houston, Chicago, um, Orlando even. I think that that mixed with other teams when they find their footing, like those same teams, their goal differential is going to increase. Uh, so we'll see um, if if uh, the Spirit can uh, keep that um, keep that margin where it is, if it'll grow. Uh, and then lastly, I, I want to uh, I want to reflect a little bit on my five bold predictions from the beginning of the season and look at. Um, how those sit and if those say anything about how spirit are doing so far this season uh, of course you know my my two bigger predictions were uh, nairn and Stingle um, either one of them possibly getting 10 or more goals this season uh Nairn's taken five shots two of them on goal none of them none of them is converted uh she just really hasn't um you know, she's been covered quite a bit when she has gotten into uh, into Nairn range, if you will. She's, um, she's been marked pretty, uh, pretty consistently there, so not a lot of opportunities. Uh, Stengel has had the opportunities. She's taken the opportunities, her shot quality's there. She's taken seven shots, three of them on goal. She's got the one goal that converted uh, in the game last week that was first deemed an own goal by Western New York, and then later the, the stats people uh, changed it and officially gave it to Stingle um, as it uh, as it apparently uh, touched her foot before going into uh, the goal. So she is one tenth of the way uh, to that prediction. Sco- sweeping Sky Blue off to a great start. Obviously, two weeks to go. They beat Sky Blue on the road, and then Crystal Dunn, not the not the team's leading scorer, uh, like I thought. D math is is leading that with three, and then of course uh, Stengen, Stengel, Stingle, Loman, Krieger, uh, all with one. A spirit player leading the league in assists. Crystal Dunn's right there with three. Again, the only person beating her out is uh, Tobin Heath uh, with four. So, uh, th- oh, I'm I'm going to get myself credit on two and a half of the of the five so far. Uh, looking pretty good. Uh, I think that. I don't think it's of any surprise really that uh, that maybe Nairn and Stengel haven't been. I mean, not Stengel. I think there's no surprise that uh, that Nairn hasn't had as as much opportunity as maybe uh, we had thought, even with her moving up in the midfield, uh, because there's just so many shooters on that front line and so many opportunities. I think I think Stengel may be off to a much slower start um, than we had hoped. She would lost the starting. Uh, the starting bid last week, we'll see if uh, going in tomorrow, if, if she's shown it, Coach Gabera anything different. Uh, but tomorrow, a huge game. Uh, I really hope that everybody takes advantage of the fact that uh, you have um, high-performing uh, women athletes uh, performing right in our backyard. Allie Krieger, Crystal Dunn, and the rest of the squad Uh, You know, Heath, Klingenberg, the rest of them on Portland's squad is going to be there. And, you know, this is your opportunity to see World Cup uh, level uh, players playing um, in a a much different environment. And the Plex is uh, probably one of the best environments In the league, so be sure to take advantage of that. That's all I have this week. I didn't really get, I didn't have any sound bites from the last game uh, because it was on the road. I wasn't able to get any sound bites, and then going into tomorrow, covered sort of where I think. Uh, we're really going to be looking uh, i think the def- the defense here is probably going to intrigue me more than the offense obviously watching the spirit scores uh, exciting for all of us um, but I think when a- when it comes to evaluating the team and what they could be doing moving forward it's that back line which has looked very impressive uh, but you know the spirit definitely have to watch the counter and they have to you know stiffen up uh, against Portland which will definitely be able to take advantage of uh weaker spots um than maybe the first three teams have uh so to end out i have a interview with christine nairn that i got on media day a couple weeks ago here's my this is my opportunity to finally uh release this we talk about her as a player how she feels about the team um her some of her game day rituals uh and some other things uh, big thanks to spirit squadron for the for the intro and thank you to everybody for taking the time to listen uh, i'll see you early next week with uh, with probably some uh, interviews from the game enjoy this is my first season covering the spirit um, and so when I first I started probably back in October I talked to Joanna um, about women 's soccer a lot and she thought it was you know the that growing in popularity was still a very underrepresented sport um and i, I was like why not why not uh, do my own thing so i started looking at stat sheets i started doing all the research good i could on the Washington spirit And the one name that popped that took me by surprise was christine nairn <laughs> with 40 shots uh 40 plus shots last season um the first piece I put out for the Washington Spirit was about how Chris, it can't be the Crystal Dunn show again this season, and that if, if the Spirit want to be a championship team, they need a second top producer, and from what I could just see from the stat sheet and some of the highlights I'd seen, I really believe that you could be that uh, that second top producer. Um, you know, that was before the signing of Katie and yeah. drafting <laughs> Shayna and, and um but I still... Uh, so I don't know if you—I don't know if you—I know you follow me on Twitter, yeah. but I don't know if you saw that there's only two players in the past three seasons that have shot 40 plus shots in, the, in each of the past three seasons. One of them's Christine. There, and <laughs> do you know who the second one is? Uh,
0: Jess Fishlock. That would be my guess. Carly Lloyd. Carly Boyd. Oh, yeah. I should have known that one.
1: Um, but you've converted five or less uh, goals in each of those seasons. Do you think? You know, you can look at a shot accuracy, shot selection. What part of your shooting game this season are you working on to uh, to make those goal those shot opportunities convert to more goals?
0: Um, I'm always looking to improve. Um, I'm naturally left-footed. Um, I'm just as comfortable with my right foot. So, um, to be able to put myself in situations to capitalize would be a room for improvement, obviously um and it's no secret that i can shoot um i've been shooting i played here for growing up so people around here know i can shoot from distance i did it in college for four years so um teams know that that's in my repertoire and and they know how to defend it um you know and it could be a little bit of everything a little bit of shot selection a little bit of you know not making a good connection on the ball
1: you've taken enough of the right shots (laughs) i suppose um where do you feel like um, when it comes to the chemistry of the team right now, how do you feel about it and which teams, which players on the on a, on playing on, uh, on the field do you feel like you have the best chemistry with right now?
0: Um, well as you said we're working on ball movement um, and last season I was a little bit deeper on the field in a more defensive position so that could play a part in it and now I'm playing um, higher up and more attacking minded um, but during these preseasons and uh, this preseason games and um, practices, I've mean, i been hooking up with over uh, very well. She's a natural number nine, um, which I think is very rare in the women's game. Now, sure, You mostly have your Sheenas and Crystals who are just horses, and they can run, 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 and you just hope to catch up with them. Um, as well as Callie, our draft pick that we picked up. Um, and just getting all on the same page, I think, you know, it, like you said, it can't be the Crystal Dunn show again. We would love to have the Crystal Dunn show again. It was fun to watch. It was fun to be a part of. Um, but we want to take the load off of her a little bit. Um, but if she wants to score another 19 goals this season, I think we'll be more than happy with that. Um, so, yeah, we're just excited to, to get started, to work well together and, and play an attractive style of soccer. And uh, I think we have the players to do it. Jim's done a great job of bringing in um, – a good mixture of athletes and technical players, and I think we'll be, we'll be the team, a team to beat this season.
1: I agree. <laughs> I, um, one thing that's been nice about covering just the Spirit <laughs> is like to be a little bit more of a homer.
0: We have the best fans. It's true. So, it's it. true. We have the squadron. I mean you hear them the entire game it doesn't matter how loud this place gets you hear them every single game awesome.
1: That was gonna be that's one of my questions other than the plex uh where where what atmosphere i mean portland obviously comes to mind yep. um uh, but maybe what's what's a location that isn't talked enough enough um you know the plex portland always get mentioned where else do you think it's a good place to play
0: um, I think Boston did a really good job of changing their venue from, I think they played at the Hartford, Harvard uh, football stadium. Now they're in a little bit smaller venue like ours. Um, and they packed it last time we were there. And I think that's the more the fans can feel a part of the game, I think that that'll attract more fans. I think that, you know, if we're in these big stadiums and there's not a lot of people there sometimes at Houston, um, they kind of get lost and they don't get that, like, I guess, intimate connection with the players. So, um, Boston's done a really good job. Um, Seattle's done a really good job of, I don't like their field very much, but their fan base is, is very high and, you know, it's always a hard place to go and play in Seattle. Um, I wonder but, how
1: long it'll be until they until they play Quest.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Um, know? I think the thing is everyone's improving and I think that's, uh, sometimes overlooked is that we as women's soccer want to defend ourselves and and say why we need these things but we are getting a lot of stuff and we are improving and I think that needs to be recognized just as much
1: yeah um so I am from the northwest okay um and you spent a year with Seattle Mm -hmm. um what did you enjoy about Seattle
0: oh I love Seattle um I don't have a bad word to say about the organization the players um, it was a tough season. We, I think we got last place, um, and it was very hard coming off a national championship run with Penn State to having my first professional season not very um, good on the soccer field. Um, but, you know, Laura and Sam did a great job, and they're continuing to do a great job out there and, and attract the world's best players and Kim Little um, and Jess Fishlock and... Pino and I mean take your pick out there. So you know they're attracting the right players and you know they're competing each and every year to win that uh, NWSL championship. So they're doing something right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and you still got 40 plus shots off that season.
0: And I still got 40 <laughs> shots. Yeah. Got to play to my strengths. Yeah. I'm not gonna run in behind, but I can shoot from distance. So yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> Do you, have you have you done any measurement on how powerful your leg actually is? Like uh, I don't know what I don't know how to measure it, but there's there's got to be there's got to be something <laughs> like right. Something you can like kick or something? Yeah. Uh,
0: I haven't. No, I haven't. I just, interesting. Uh, I enjoy working out. My brother owns his own CrossFit gym, so a lot of that can can go to him. Um, he gets me ready for the season, gets me stronger, faster, and all those things, more explosive, so um, I do take weight training very seriously and I enjoy it, so it's easy for me to work this is on. Is a gym in Annapolis? Uh, yes. Yeah? Yeah, it's in okay. Annapolis, so.
1: Um, what did you like about Seattle, the city?
0: The city, um, it's it's soccer-based, to be honest. It's so cool to go to a city, and football is big. Mm-hmm. American football is big, but it's not...
1: The Sounders are the second uh, most popular team in that, yeah. in that city, yeah. which I think is huge. Which
0: is awesome. And In my first year, we went to a bunch of Sounders games, and it was the coolest thing ever. I felt like we were in Europe or something like that, and I thought it was so unique to be from the East Coast, and football is the number one sport uh, growing up, and that's what everyone goes to on the weekends, but for everyone to go to the, all the bars and kind of rally together and walk through the streets to the soccer game, that's so sick. I mean, that's unheard of in, in the U.S., and I, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it, so, uh, they're, like I said, they're doing something right, and I hope that can translate East yeah, He'd come to come to DC. So.
1: Yeah, I, I'm really you know I'm, I'm new to the league, but I'm really interested to see what Portland's doing to attract that many fans, and how smaller clubs like Houston uh, and, and Chicago and them can like you know replicate that. To, um, maybe it's just invite. Maybe Portland is just bored of the Trailblazers and excited <laughs> to have a second team. Yeah. But uh, I think it's interesting. I don't um, think
0: Portland has any other teams besides the Trailblazers, yeah, so. yeah. and the, obviously the Timbers. But and I think their their like season rates, the ticket prices are the average
1: the average ten to fifteen thousand a game. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's yeah, not insane.
1: That like dwarfs the rest of exactly. the league. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's um, just who's going
0: to come in second and attend So, hey, the league's doing good. We're doing well. So,
1: so data and stats lack in women's soccer Mm -hmm. um is there any i don't know how familiar you are with with sport like with soccer stats past just shots on goal and like the average you see like your normal Uh, but is there anything that is is there a what part of your game would you like to measure and review to help your decision making or the way that you play um, that may be a very complex question. You've got to
0: think about it for a yeah. second. Um, well, Since Champions League has been on yesterday and today, you, th- you always see um, their accuracy of their passes. Yeah. Um, the ones that they complete a pass and the ones that they give away and or the mileage that they've covered. Um, it usually pops up at the bottom of the screen. I think that's really cool and something that's measurable and you can look to obtain it each and every game. Say I want to get a 75% um, completion of my pass rate or if you know, you're know you a forward, obviously that accuracy is going to go down because you're taking more chances in the final third um, but I think that could be huge player to player because you can say oh I thought I played great but I gave the ball away too much or you know I didn't think I did that well but actually you had a 80% com- uh, completion rate so yeah. I think it can I um, guess alleviate some of the times that players are so hard on themselves and be like actually stats don't lie and here's you did really well Um, obviously if you don't feel that way you don't feel that way but
1: I know there's a couple guy a couple people I've seen on Twitter that are trying to get expected goal um Metrics for, for women's soccer, oh, okay. which I think yeah. would be pretty evaluates a shot and whether yeah. or not we really believe it should have gone in or not. Yeah. You know whether or not it did. I yeah, think yeah, it's really powerful in Premier League and uh, in La Liga, and, if it, and mm-hmm. yeah, I think that'd be, that'd be huge Do be huge. any game day traditions.
0: Game day. Yeah. yeah,
1: I learned I learned in an interview that I did with Megan Klingenberg that she actually plays Sudoku or Sudoku, Sudoku, how am I gonna, uh, on game day. Do you, do you have any game day traditions, whether it's, like, training, body preparation? Do you um, meditate?
0: I don't do anything like that. Mine's just, like, <laughs> sounds kind of weird, but I eat, like, waffles every morning when I go to play in the morning. I don't know waffles. why. Just waffles.
1: Normal waffles? Like just, like, blueberry? No,
0: just plain waffles. Plain waffles? What kind of syrup? Just regular... <laughs> I think it's sugar free But like Regular maple syrup Do
1: you make your own waffles Like in a waffle iron No it's just like Eggos
0: Yeah it's like Eggos It's like really basic (laughs) Which I'm kind of like Probably might not have Said that But whatever Um And I live in Annapolis So uh, I drive here And just You know Listen to music Hang out Um yeah, I'm, do you have a game day
1: playlist at all or just whatever you're feeling at the whatever
0: time? Whatever i feeling. I don't like to overcomplicate things. Yeah. just kind of learn to go with the flow um, because when we step on the field, it's it's business time. And So this is my drive here is time for me to relax and kind of not think too much but also get prepared, if that yeah. makes sense. Um, but the only thing I really do for each game is I tape my right wrist with... Athletic tape, and then right before the game, I don't know why, again, I bang both my shin guards with my heels, and I punch them with my, with my fist. So it's really weird. I don't know why. Um, I just always how have long, done it. How
1: far back does that go?
0: What? to Getting ready and that, stuff?
1: That little... Oh, this is
0: right before kickoff. Right, so but like, how far
1: back in your life does oh, that... Oh, how far
0: back? Um...
1: time, in high school, probably in high school, yeah, okay,
0: um, and I also, I wear all black cleats, it's something that, oh, interesting, yeah, Yeah. I've always worn all black cleats since I've gone pro, um, yeah, I just think it looks classy, basic, I don't like flashy cleats, I'm not a flashy player, yeah, I just do my job, we, hopefully we win, hopefully we win, and I'm happy with that.
1: I think he has Will win. I think I think the spirit of being uh, under underrated. Yeah. Going hey, into listen, the
0: if you know, we go into games and people underestimate us, we will capitalize on them and I believe in this group, whether it's Crystal Dunn scoring, whether it's me, whether it's Stangle, I think the Jim's done a great job in the off season expanding us from just being, if Crystal doesn't score, we weren't going to score last year, kind of thing. Yep. Now we're more than that, and we're learning different types of way to score and get behind the defensive line, and I just, I'm excited to get started.
1: Yeah. Um, so I have, one, I have one more question for you. Okay. Um, you guys do practice daylight, um, but you're going to play a lot of your games under the lights. Mm-hmm. How does the change in lighting um, affect that field vision, and um, is it a different way of playing? Uh, or not a way of playing, but is it um is does the atmosphere feel different, uh or do you feel like what you pre- how you prepare in the day works fine under the lights?
0: Uh I think the most important thing is that so we will end practice uh, a little bit early on a Friday morning. Um and then we have pretty much the rest of that day and half of Saturday to prepare for that. So we get plenty of rest, plenty of uh hydrating, all that stuff. Um and we, we've done it before. I mean, we've played at 7 o'clock at night and in, in college usually. Um, and we've done it here before. And, and you learn as the season goes on, hey, that did not work for me, and this does work for me. Um but the hard thing is waiting around you're just so excited to get out there and you're like okay like it's only 10 o'clock and i'm ready to play right now so you have to mentally like kind of calm yourself down and you know i take my dog to the park and um just kind of hang out relax because you know the worst thing is you come in here all worked up and you're like exhausted by the time the game starts so um i don't think the vision of the field changes at all um The one thing that does change is this place gets really loud Um, during our games. I mean, you can see the whole uh, hill is filled. There's usually, like, a beer garden up there, and that's people are going crazy in there. Like, there's kids running around everywhere. I mean...
1: But not in the beer garden. Not in the beer garden, obviously.
0: (laughs) Um, But, yeah, it's just like... you. At times, you almost have to stop during the game and look at what we've built here, and it's just amazing to think that, you know... These, play, these people, men, women, children of all ages are coming to see us play soccer and, you know, growing up we've always said we want to be professional soccer players and we used to get laughed at oh, there isn't even a league like, who even plays women's soccer and now we can laugh at them saying, look at what we're building Yeah. and I think that's something that's so unique and to come up on, I think he said 15 years ago that the WUSA yep. I mean, I remember going to WUSA games when I was this big and to be able to come full circle, play in front of my home, family, fr- uh, friends, and, and coaches, I think it's just a dream come true.
1: Yeah. That's one. actually one of my favorite questions when I talk to female athletes, especially in soccer. Like, grow, like growing up, I was always told that I could be a professional football player because it was all over TV. I could be a professional in any sport. Yeah. And I always wondered, like, how it was on the female side when you want to be a pro, but the representation, you it's know, nowhere. isn't there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's,
0: it's, it's hard. Yeah. Um, but I think any athlete, any women's athlete that you meet, has to be mentally tough. They have to. They're going to get, say, they're going to get told, okay, we're not going to pay you that much. You're not going to get a sports deal. You're not going to do this. You're not going to do that. And we can either focus on those negatives and what we're not getting, or we can focus on the positives. We get to practice on the best field in the league every day. We get, you know, these facilities that we have turf fields. We have. Um, sport and fit gym with a pool everything like that we have all these great things it's just what how you want to react to you know the negative things people are going to say you're going to let it affect you or you're just going to say i'm just going to tell you to shut up and i'm going to go show you how to do it
1: nice. so.